Welcome to the Not Your Average Gun Girl Show. We are your hosts. I'm Emily Valentine from Style Me Tactical. And I'm Amy Robbins from Alexa Athletica. We are a lifestyle show meant to empower women to live confident, prepared, and self-reliant lives. We talk everything from our favorite beauty products to concealed carry firearms and everything in between. We bring guests on our show with compelling stories that will inspire and encourage you in your journey. Now, you can not only listen to the audio, part of the Concealed Carry Network on your favorite podcast streaming service, but you can also watch our show by going to OpsLens.com or downloading the OpsLens app. This episode is brought to you by ConcealedCarry.com. The Concealed Carry Community's number one resource for training, education, and concealed carry weapon law information. Check out their Reciprocity Map Builder Tool where you can build your own custom reciprocity map, especially if you have multiple state permits. ConcealedCarry.com has a huge library of articles about training, gear reviews, and industry news. ConcealedCarry.com also has one of the nation's largest networks of firearms and self-defense instructors. Chances are they have classes and instructors near you. Also, look into the Concealed Carry Gun Tools app, which takes many of these online tools and puts them in the palm of your hand, free of charge and free of ads. Available for Apple and Android devices. Welcome back, everybody, to the Young Women's Leadership Summit here at Turning Point USA in Dallas, Texas. My hood. I Y'all know. Are in my town. I, I love being in your town. I know. I love it. We love are here too. with another awesome ambassador, Gina, Gia Chacon, I'm so sorry, Gia Chacon, <laughs> international humanitarian and speaker yes. and very, very fashionable oh my uh, young lady here. As you can tell. Right. Yes. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be talking to both of you strong well, women well, and to be sitting in front of Alexo and not your average gun girls. I'm very excited. <laughs> well, we're so excited <laughs> to have you here too. You know, we were just Thinking back, usually when we do these live segments, we are at a total dude show. It's called yeah. Shot Show. It's men <laughs> everywhere. We are definitely it's a different feel. It's, it's a, a different, different vibe, different feel. We love Shot Show, love going to it, but this has been such a different vibe. Mm-hmm. And I think for so many reasons, while yes, we're the Not Your Average Gun Girl show, I think really for us, we've been pulling out just how empowering this conference yeah. has been for Completely. so many different reasons. You've gotten to sit in here, all the speakers so far, right? Yes, most of them. What is the biggest takeaway? If you've got like one big takeaway so far, what is that from this weekend? Um, you know, there's just to be around so many women, like you said, with who want to be leaders, who want to make a difference and um, coming together and feeling this energy in mm-hmm. itself is so empowering. But I think from the speakers, Nikki Haley, Ambassador Haley, oh, so good. amazing, yeah. just incredible. One thing that really stuck out to me that she said was, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely so true. We don't need to talk loud. We don't need to be rude. You know, we can still be kind and still be assertive. I, I think that love is... That. Love that word. Assertive. Right. Good word. Because she... There was so much grace in her mm-hmm. speech, but she was so assertive. And you're going to listen to her assertive when she and talks. Co- and there was that that confidence. Yes. And I feel like we see that with a lot of the young women here. Like they have mm-hmm. a confidence in what they they're talking about, what they believe in, mm-hmm. which I think is so refreshing. Totally. To see. You know what I love? I've noticed every young woman that comes up to meet you comes up to meet me. 
looks you in the eyes mm-hmm. and shakes your hand yep. and introduces themselves there. You cannot take up like, those are like old school principles. Right. Totally. And they're totally lost. They're totally civil in manners. Yeah. Like, yes. And the, and follow up, I'll give out my card and they will instantly follow up with me on. It was so nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. They call me Ms. Robbins. And I, <laughs> Not happy with that, but people uh, call me ma'am. Oh my god, I've been said yes, ma'am. I've been ma'amed a couple of times. I'm like, oh, good grief, I'm I'm there. Yeah, I guess we're in Texas when people start saying, but that's great, like like the courteous piece of it. It, Okay, it is, it is, it's courteous, but I've I've just been super impressed with the the caliber of women at this event that look you in the eyes. There's these simple confidence boosters that are taken for granted or just completely lost in our society nowadays that little things, ladies, will take you very far in your public professional um, life. Mm -hmm. You know, look people in the eyes, smile when you greet them. Don't be afraid or ashamed to go up and just introduce yourself to them totally you know go for it go class (laughs) yeah exactly i love that yeah exactly i think talking about you know the women and and the civility being an international humanitarian you've been all over the world so you have seen kind of how the difference has been on the other side versus here and i think also even here because we are you know we're we're so lucky and and, and we're we're um, praising the young women here and talking about how civil and nice they are but like kind of you know outside of these walls mm-hmm. like we know that there are they're not civil they're you know they're not nice we are being treated differently for our views and so you know what is some of the stuff that you have seen like internationally compared to like what is happening yeah. here in um, the US in terms of like women. Totally. I just want to preface with saying that women in America have the most freedom. They have access to the most empowerment, access to the most ability to be who they want to be, pursue the career they want to have. And again, I'm saying freedom again, but bottom line is in America, especially as women, we absolutely have the most freedoms. And I've traveled a lot to the Middle East. And in the Middle East, it's known there are seriously radical ideologies embedded in every area of society. So um, for example, in places like Egypt or Saudi Arabia, women have no rights Mm -hmm. hardly at all, especially um, the right the most basic right, free speech, Mm -hmm. and absolutely the right to defend themselves. I mean, we have women who um, can't even show their eyes, which, you know, there's the argument some people, you know, because of religious freedom or religious freedoms, they choose to dress like that. But there's a bigger reality that women are completely oppressed. They're not allowed to be themselves. They're not allowed to speak for themselves, think for themselves, or do anything to better themselves, Mm -hmm. which is complete contrast from what we see in America. Well, when you see this happening around the world, and then you come back home, and you see groups, even women's groups, women that call themselves feminists, that want to strip us of our rights to defend and protect Mm -hmm. that basic freedom what do you say to them and what do you do? <laughs> well, it's just ridiculous, number one, because this feminism here is so crazy to me because women are fighting for rights, right? Like right. these made up rights almost that we already have access to. And actually the rights that they're fighting for are to strip us of our rights and to kind of reverse the clock backwards. Mm-hmm. And when we compare um 
women in especially the Middle East and what they face, I mean, it is so common to see women who are raped, women who are so abused, right. women who are completely castrated. I mean, we don't even see physically what they've gone through, let alone emotionally and mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and if women in those countries had the right to defend themselves, it would be a completely different right. story. Yeah, absolutely. And here, I mean, the right to defend yourself protects our other rights. So, yeah, I mean, the, the right to bear arms defends all of our, our other freedoms, especially our right to life. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to strip Americans of that is the beginning of the degradation of all of our other rights. Yeah. Now you're not in a state necessarily that makes it <laughs> right. very no. easy for <laughs> women to exercise those rights. What can you do and what do you do living in a state that is not super to a friendly? Yeah, we're very liberal in California. I say we're as a state, obviously. Yeah. My uh, yes. I know it is, yeah. <laughs> we, we know there's a bunch of you out there that are fighting for your rights. Yes. You know, but yes. it's, not the, it's not, unfortunately, the majority that wins the elections. So. Yes. Um, but, you know, I, I talk a lot about college campuses because I think college campuses are... I'm going to sound a little radical here, but they're liberal indoctrination camps, you know, (laughs) so leftist indoctrination camps. Um, But even on campus, a girl at night, she can't carry a taser on campus. You can't carry pepper spray on campus, let alone you absolutely cannot bring a gun on campus, period. Yeah. So it kind of begs the question, how should a girl on campus have any protection for herself? Right. How how is she supposed to defend herself? Exactly. And and, um, we were talking last night, you know. It's not always a predator in the night. Sometimes it's your friend. Sometimes it's a guy that you know, and you just never know what's going to happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's no way for these young women who, you know, have been told their whole lives by states such as California and a yep. lot of narrative from the left saying, um, you know, it's actually anti-women to hold a gun or anti-women to want to defend yourself. And it's just completely contradictory. Why is that? Like, what is, like that mentality was just not the mentality on my college no. campus when I went to college. Like, what does that mean that protecting yourself is anti-woman? It's crazy. It's like, it's like feminists, they want to fight for all of these rights, right? But don't defend yourself. You know what right. I mean? Physically, yeah. right? Physically. Use words, right? Or like, you know, talk loudly and maybe that'll get a guy off of you or something, Blow a right? Or bristle. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's <laughs> that's my favorite. Just, yeah. Yeah. Bristle. Really so me. it's just crazy. And, um, you know, like I've said, I think that it's really important to remember and to appreciate the rights that we do have in America. And I think that we've gotten kind of in this bubble where we don't see what's happening in the real world, you know, in these countries that are war-torn or have radical ideologies. And we lose appreciation for the freedoms that we do have. Because that information is also being censored in in terms of what what the media wants us to really see. Because then that would mean that we, we would be knowledgeable and be able to be educated in what is really going going sure. on over there and then, you know, make up our own minds, which, you know, they don't want. They don't want you to make it up. Yeah. And, and you know, I think California gets bad rap sometimes, yeah, but there are sure. still places, there are counties that are more friendly and do make it easier to be able to defend and protect yourself. I mean, did you grow up in a family where you guys did go shooting? Do you, are you a shooter? Um, so recently I've become a shooter awesome. and I'm working on my CCW. Cool. So Luckily, I live in a county that is CCW friendly. So, so yeah. California county. is not as bad as they yeah. say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, like you can. can. Yeah. You just have to maybe move to a different county. Yeah, yeah just, work harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, right. Yes, but 
No, growing up, we we never went to the shooting range or anything like that. However, my family was very open to it. There are people in my extended family that, um, number one, I've been in the military. Our great-grandfather fought in World War II. Okay. And we had some of his um, really oh, awesome, cool. yeah, awesome World wow. War II yeah. pistols that were passed oh, down. Now. Yes. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So we have guns in our family, but we're not necessarily shooters, if yeah. that yeah. makes sense. Well, totally. And when I say that, I don't, I'm like, yeah, shooters. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. do you go to the, have you gone to a gun range? Yeah. yeah. You know? I like that term shooters, though. It's kind of like, yeah, I'm a shooter. I don't know. I'm something. a shooter. <laughs> yeah. I'm a shooter. Yeah. That's awesome. What's yeah. the process been like trying to get a concealed carry permit in the county that you live in? So first you have to apply, obviously. Um, right. And that alone, I mean, obviously you do background checks, et cetera. And then um, the next step to that would be going and getting evaluated to make sure that I'm mentally stable, you know, which Who is, is evaluating yeah. you? Um, that would be the sheriff's department just to make sure that so I... So it's like an interview? It's a little interview. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Are they trained on like evaluating people's mental status? Is um, that I'm sure the area they, of expertise? <laughs> I'm I mean. sure they are. I want to know more about that. I want to like, I I, like see that interview. Well, because <laughs> I'm like, I love that we leave it in their hands to yeah. evaluate our mental totally. stability when that's not even You've like what you're trained You've met us for all of what, yeah. 30 seconds and you're reading some paperwork and then... Let and all of a sudden the Constitution not good enough yeah. yeah you know but however you know i think it's something i think it's a really small percentage of people who apply that don't get their ccw yeah. so they do make it you know accessible in this well sense. can we just be real that most mentally unstable people that do intend to cause harm with a firearm which we know it happens it happens oh, yes it does aren't going through the process they're more not than likely to do it they're going to get a gun and they're going to do what they want to do with or without the sheriff well, yeah, evaluating them. They're, they're, they're not following the rules. They're, they're going to do whatever the they want to do and they're going to yeah. do it however they need to do it to get that done. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. And so, um, right, so you go through your evaluation. Yeah. Yes. Then, and then, then what? You, you go through evaluation, training. Right. Yeah. So okay. I'm excited. I've chosen to, I was chatting with you last night, chosen to um, train with Navy SEALs, which I'm not yes. totally sure what that's going to look did like. Did you talk her into that? <laughs> no. I uh, know. She oh, brought okay. that up and I'm like, right. that is the way yeah. to go. That's the way to <laughs> yeah, go. So yeah. I'm really excited about that. And, you know, it's just, I have to be honest, before I ever shot my first gun, which was only about a year and a half ago, yeah. I was terrified of guns. Sure. I supported Second Amendment my yep. whole life, um, but I was just afraid of handling one myself yeah. because mm -hmm. I felt like that was a lot of power. Yeah. And I wasn't, you know, prepared to, you know, kind of harness that power or whatever it mm -hmm. is. Um, so I had love the Marines. You know, I love our armed forces. Those guys are go-getters sometimes. So um, I had a Marine friend and he said, you know, Gia, if, if you're actually intimidated by shooting, that's all the more reason you should go yeah. and handle one. Yeah. So you can be comfortable should you ever, God forbid, need to. Don't you think that kind of, though, rolls over into life? It, we talked a lot. I've heard a lot this weekend about when you have that one thing that you're afraid of is probably the thing that you should go do. Yes. Totally. And what, I mean, what that does for your confidence when you face it, you're afraid of it. No one is saying, like, all of us have things that we're afraid of and that we're fearful of, but the chance, the time that you face it and you do it anyways is laying that next layer of your foundation right. and, of confidence. Right. Absolutely. It's going to help mean, you push to that next level. Exactly. And being able to push through fear and come on the other side, you realize that you're so much stronger than you thought you right. were, you know, and that yep. you can do it and that you do have the ability and, um, you know, wherever you draw your strength from is 
you can you do have the strength to do what well, you're afraid it's, of it's, doing. It's about the easy road versus the hard road. Exactly. Sure. It's, it's easy to stop. It's easy to say, you know what, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to step back. I have a practical question really fast. I need you to hold your hands up like this to the camera, <laughs> maybe close to this camera, okay. because um, how do you load those magazines while you're at the okay. range? <laughs> this is a funny story, actually. So the first time that I went shooting, I had like these even longer than this. Oh my gosh. Acrylic nails. And I was with my Marine friend and he looked at those things and he's like, I don't know how you're going to load this. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) so he was showing me how to do it. And actually I was able to load the magazine. Okay. You have to kind of push down and kind of figure it out sometimes. But, um, speed loaders. Yeah. Yeah. You need speed. Have you, have you seen a speed loader? No. Oh my gosh. I know. Emily knows I love my ETS speed loaders for that reason, because I don't want ladies to think that they have to give up their, what they already like their normal life, right. you know, to it's, be able to get into this lifestyle. Totally. Right. It's figuring out and adjusting and, and figuring out the resources and the tools that you have available to not like, okay, well, I want to get my nails done, but I also want to go to the range. Right. Great. Get a speed loader. This thing, it, it, you literally like it loads your magazines for you. Yeah. It's it amazing. doesn't ruin your manicure. I need to like, Google right. that right now. <laughs> you do. Yeah. The ETS loader is yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think probably my first time loading a magazine yeah. was going to be difficult anyways, you know, f- figuring it out. But I think I did fine with the across. Well, is, that was intimidating to me. I mean, you talk about that. Yeah. The loading of the magazine yeah. is really why I think it's a lot hard. of women don't get into yeah. shooting semi-automatics first. That's why guys are like, here, take a revolver. You're just but you know it's like you know a uh, dexterity in uh-huh. it, and it kind of helps and i think once you once you start like if you if you don't have um the option of a speed load or whatever like there are techniques that you learn uh-huh. for yourself that you can do like i know that um i've learned the, like to kind of like put it on the hip like use your hip yes. as like and then so i mean i think like once you get into it you'll start realizing like the little tips and tricks that like work for you but i think that's you know, about this lifestyle. It's what's working exactly. for you. Totally. What is working for you? Because for both of us in our journey, we, it was a big thing to not sacrifice what we were already doing. It yeah. came to our clothing and it came to our fashion. Like, okay, can we still like look fashionable? Can totally. still, like, am I, am I allowed to go like, to the shooting range with red lipstick on? Yeah. Uh, and high yes. heels. I remember the right. first time I wore like a leather skirt and some heels to the gun range. It was like girls night out. Oh. And like guys were looking at me like, what are you doing? I was like, well, totally. if I'm out with my right. girlfriends like, and I'm wearing this outfit, wearing. I should probably know how to shoot in this outfit. Totally. <laughs> that's a really good point. The first time I went to the shooting range, I was wearing like my Timberlands. I was like in a black turtleneck, thought I had to be like, oh, cool. Or craft, <laughs> really. Yeah. 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 And then um, I kind of like saw, you know, my friends were taking pictures and I realized like, I'm like, who's that chick? Because that doesn't uh, look like right, right. outfit I would wear. I so, think like the only time like when I go to like when I'm doing like I want to say like maintenance I don't know like my normal routine going to the range because I need to get in like like the practice in right yeah then I just like wear whatever I wear but like when I know I'm trying to like like do more specific training then I'm like all right I want to train in like these these heels or these things and like I personally I will not I'm not going to wear my Louboutins to, to the range if you've been to the range that I go to like you wouldn't either. I wouldn't either <laughs> but I do have heels that I wear that are not like that nice but it's still a heel that I can shoot in that I know mm-hmm. I know what I'm going to be getting when I am shooting and like what I would normally wear in my daily life yeah totally. exactly yeah. I actually um this was actually a few times ago I went and I had 
heeled booties on. I think they were like three and a half inches. Yeah. And I think we were buying ammunition and the guy behind the counter goes to me, you're going to shoot in those referring to my shoes. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I do everything in these. So, you know, why couldn't I shoot <laughs> a gun in like these you play. shoes? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. That is too funny. I need to know, we're like on the third day of this conference right mm-hmm. now and you still look beautiful and bright eyed <laughs> and yes. fresh face and dewy skin. <laughs> Oh what's, my gosh, what's thank your you. Secret? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what's, what's your secret and your tip. beauty tips to give everybody to make it through a Ooh, conference this long? Beauty tips. So you know that I used to be a professional makeup artist. Okay. So I have a plethora of beauty tips that I've learned over the years. But I would say number one tip, always have good moisturizer. Yes. It starts with the skin, ladies. So start skin deep. Um Get a good moisturizer and always start with that. And everyone says that. Yeah, which that's one? Basic. Which, which one do you like? Uh, you know, actually, I'm kind of basic. I like a Vino moisturizer. You can nice. get it yeah. at the drugstore. Oh, yeah. I think it's like sixteen dollars. It might be less than that. Yeah. And I've been using it for years, and I absolutely love it. So awesome. Another good yeah. tip: you don't always have to buy you know high end right. skincare products to get the desired result. Yep. I think yep. that it. You know, kind of like like we were talking about, same with shooting the guns. Everyone's different. Everyone has what works for them. Yes. Everyone has, you know, a routine and a technique that suits them. And so I would say experiment, but yeah, and find out what works for you. But I also love a bronze smoky eye. I don't think you can ever go wrong with that. I have noticed that every time <laughs> yeah. I pass through the hallway here, your ma- like your her, eye makeup her is her on eye makeup point. Is yeah. yeah. Thank and you. And the wing, like, was it them the, that, that you noticed the good wing dye yeah, that you, you. admire? Like, I'm like, I need that wing. I, I don't know how to do that. Like I, always, like, I always notice a good wing because I cannot do like, it. Me too. Yeah. Me. So like you. at night, like after I've been out, I will get home before I wash my face and like practice because I'm not going to practice like before I go out. Yeah, no, that's like a really good tip. Never try any makeup thing no. for the first time like, before you go. Oh my I God, get no. home. I'll you know get what? home and I'll try to like practice the wing and I'm like, this Someone looks terrible. Someone needs to invent like something that you just glue on that's already like wing I feel shape. like I've that seen something the like that. They already have okay. it. They do? They, I'm telling you, Google any makeup thing crazy like that and they have So you can, you can basically like take glue on, glue like, on and totally a wing it's like a wing your fake eyelashes. It's like, yeah, it's like you press it on and then your wing and then you peel it and the Oh, oh my was just changed. All right. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. It's like this brow. So y'all, I found this brow thing. Um, the, oh, is this this? It's this the tapered. Yes. It, don't say this one. It is the best thing <laughs> in my life. And it dried out because I left the cap off of it. Oh the my cap gosh. came off of it. But it has these like three like things on it and it's tapered. So it basically looks like hairs. Wow. When, you're, when you do it, it's not one line. Yes. Like if you if you crayon it on or if yeah. you, you know, put the powder in there, it literally gives you like hairs, like kind of like a microblading. Nice. And it stays on all day. It was the best thing I've ever found. That's why my brows haven't been what showing brand? up in all my pictures. I can't. It was one of those. Oh, it was one of those Instagram yeah, things. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> right. I one know which things. one you're talking Actually, about. I've discovered a lot of good products like that. Thank you. <laughs> I, I've discovered some and then I always order like those really weird clothes from, you never know what boutique totally. it's coming from. Yeah, it takes like, eight months that? to get to you and then it has one arm that's up here totally. and one arm that's down yeah. here. Yeah. Oh I've learned to stop buying that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So good. So good smoky eye. What about your highlighter? I'm noticing you've got a great so highlighter. So this is Anastasia and this is oh. an OG Anastasia oh, highlighter. Yeah. I think I've had this highlighter since 2014 and it has been like my faithful one. I think it's called So Hollywood and oh, yeah. it's been like my best friend, but it's coming to the end of it. Oh, so I'm stock up on them. Yes. Well, typically what I found up. with situations like that, when I find something that I, that I love, 
inevitably they discontinue like the color. Totally. And I'm like, I know. Seriously? Oh I know. Gosh. That's why you like you know to stock up on your favorite lipstick colors. And yes. all totally. You know, as a conservative that is into this into your beauty stuff, like what? How important is to, is it to you that your companies and your products? Because we're seeing more and more companies come like take public stances on political issues. Yeah. More like, more like social political issues. You know, I'm I'm great with them wanting to take stances on like constitutional issues. Yeah. I think we should do that. But, like, how important is it to you? Do you boycott? or stop using even if it's your favorite product if a company comes out and says hey we're giving our money to x y or z absolutely so i am very hard on my stance on pro-life i'm absolutely pro-life and i um don't believe that planned parenthood should be federally funded um so recently a lot of makeup brands have been coming out saying that they're actually going to start funding Planned Parenthood and me with my pro-life stance. I've had to break up with two of my favorite makeup brands, which is so hard, but I believe that we need to put our money where our mouths mm-hmm. are. And um, for me saying that I'm pro-life and that I stand by protecting life in the womb to buy these makeup brands would contradict what I believe in. So I have broke up with Benefit oh. and I broke up with MAC Cosmetics. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That was, yeah, that was like a hard one for but me. Like that, like, I don't know about you, you, Amy, but like when I was younger, like I did not have that kind of conviction for anything. Yeah. Like it is amazing to see these young women just have that passion and that, that strong faith in, in what they believe in to say, this is where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand with what I believe in. Yeah. I'm going to stick to with what's in my heart. And yeah. that's how it's going to be. Well, and I just love that. On the other side too. I mean, the other side, like if they don't believe in, sure. in something, like they'll do the same thing, right. you know? So, I mean, I, I think it is important that you do stand on your convictions. And if that is, is the choice that you make, we have the freedom to make that choice. Yeah, totally. You know? And that's, what's so beautiful too. And, you know, I think that, a lot of times, especially amongst women, women on the left compared to women on the right, we're always at each other's throats and it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. You know, we need to be supporting and em- empowering each other regardless of our political stance. So um, I'm absolutely for women, you know, standing up for what they believe in. Yeah. I support that. Um, but also at the same time, don't infringe on my rights, you know, Absolutely. so we're going to, you know, when we have that pushback, we are going to make a strong, a strong stance. Well, on you it. know what I've, I've loved about this community, especially the two A community, whether, you know, you vote Democrat or you vote Republican, like they are a loyal community. And when companies come out in support of the Second Amendment for them, they stand behind that company, you know, and I, I think if more corporations really understood, like it is okay, there is a, like a majority in this country that still want to stand behind co- uh, companies that will support our constitutional rights and you know traditional American values. There's nothing wrong with that. That there is a good loyal group out there that's going to do it. So maybe you need to start a makeup company. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh my gosh, I couldn't handle the pressure yeah. of that. <laughs> like, well, I know that you, 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 you would have two, two ladies. Right here, if that you would, think that would politics are hard, makeup is hard. The cosmetic industry hey, but the margins, is the down. margins right. and the cosmetic industry are so outrageous. If you guys knew how much it costs oh, totally. to get yeah. your lipstick made and how much you are paying for your lipstick, oh, totally. don't you tell would, me that. I don't want to. You know. would stop buying it. You would stop buying it. I'm yeah. telling you, it's maybe like the cheapest shopper in the world now. Like being in the clothing and manufacturing business, I'm like, I can't pay full price for that because totally. I know what they're making. So I should garment. buy my lipstick at the dollar store. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? I'm a like, lot of times it's, it's the same. <laughs> my heart. Is. I know. <laughs> but it's a lot of times the same ingredients. Oh, yeah, I'm it's aware. true. Yeah, you, you, have, you can, again, you have to find what works for right, you. And yeah. some of those dollar store. I don't know about dollar store, but you know, some <laughs> the of those pigments dr- aren't the best. <laughs> yeah. The drugstore brands yeah. do work, but you know, back to the point. Yeah, I think that. It's interesting to see the cosmetic industry specifically and also the clothing industry. Fashion is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, we have Marc Jacobs and um, we, I think it's, we have, was it Chanel? No, Gucci is taking a political stance on certain issues right now. Yeah, Levi's just did. Yeah. It's very interesting to see these brands get political. But Mm -hmm. what we would like to see is kind of see that, like you were saying, Amy, that there are a lot of people, the majority of these people stand by our constitutional rights and our uh, traditional family values, American values. And it, I would like to see those cosmetic companies come out and kind come of out and say it. Yeah. You know what? We're like, I really, I am, I pray all the time and I ask God, I'm like, God, like let us be one of the companies. If we have to prove to other conservative companies out there that you're not going to lose business. Like, you know how many companies probably would have like backed down Dicks did it. Dicks, the se- they caved the right. second there was yep. any heat. They pulled their guns from their shelves mm-hmm. immediately, which and is shocking. You exactly, know, Dicks right. is like you Google that. It's like where goods. You, exactly. Right. Well, you know, but like we took a lot of heat, but instead of caving to it, we stood stood by the right. men and women in this country who do believe that the Second Amendment is valuable and is important. And I I hope that we can kind of let other companies know like it's gonna be okay Mm -hmm. like there are enough people out there to support you to keep your business going and i think that is why it is so important in this community that we continue to support small businesses and companies that are willing to to risk it and put it all out there Mm -hmm. on the line because it's it's not easy and a lot of these small business companies you know are putting all of their own hard-earned money into their company hoping that people buy their products you know so just take that stand don't be afraid even if you are afraid do it anyways. Let people know what your conservative values and your beliefs are. Totally. And then we got to step up as consumers. Yep. And even if, you know, even if the margins are there, like those are the companies yeah. that I want to help <laughs> you, like, get yeah, their margins you high. You yeah. know, like I want them to succeed. I, I want those companies to um, never back down from supporting mm-hmm. our rights and something that we can trust is going to be there for us exactly. uh, because because it's not happening enough right, right yeah. now. You know, so yeah, well, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Any last words, any last words of advice that you would leave for any of these younger women or any of the women in our audience that are watching this show, um, of your, of your greatest takeaways from this weekend? Um, I think just kind of back to the topic we've been talking to, I would say ladies like Amy and we've all been talking about just go for it. If there's something that you're afraid of, I think that that's an opportunity to, uh, you know conquer your fears and stand by what you believe in. Never compromise in what you believe in because of someone's opinion, because someone's challenging you or because someone's kind of forcing you to take a strong stance on it. If any, that's more of the reason to gain your platform, be authentic in yourself and go for it. Great final words from Gia Chacon. Where can people (laughs) go and follow and support what you're doing? You can follow me at genuinely Gia. I know that's cheesy on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) So follow me. I would love to connect with you and just be, you know, empower women to be themselves. Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on our thank show. So we have, much, we hope you have a good rest of the uh, conference weekend. And uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. We've got more coming to you from the Young Women's Leadership Summit. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time. 
Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast and its related companies, Conceal Carry Inc. and ConcealCarry.com, strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.